spotlight is on Eric Shane. All right. The craziest deal this week is that usually the spotlight is the first book that we record for the week. This week it's going to be mine and your last book. Sure is. And in fact, I even forgot about it because usually we'll, we'll do a lot of the stuff and then we'll get to a book that's getting a little late. We're like, you know what? Let's save this for later. And I remembered it's a spotlight, so we could not. Not do only this. do we not have later, but it's a spotlight. Yes, we we don't have either of those two options, but we are the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. Eric, you can find us all over our website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com. We also have a Twitter, Weird Science DC. We're, we're all over the place. Facebook, what's that Facebook, Eric? Because I do not have my things www.facebook.com/slash/WeirdScienceDCComics. Oh, gracious, listen to that. That was not good. But we also have a Patreon account if you want to I go and support us. We are on patreon.com slash weird science. And this hey, week, right. this week, oh, good. This week, the Patreon only spotlight is Red Hood and the Outlaws number 14. So if you want to listen that to that, you'll have to go over to Patreon. That is not on our big ass podcast. And it's going to be a big uh-uh. one this week. But we also, this week on Patreon, this weekend, you're going to get the advanced. Uh, New 52 review, you're going to get two weeks early, the Batwoman, Volume 1. Also, we're going to have the Necessary Nonsense podcast where me, Eric, and Reggie are talking all about pizza. It's a pizza time! And that was a weird one because that was one of the first times we've done something like this that really didn't have a very strict outline. Usually we have like, you know, top 80s movies. That's just a top five list with some things thrown in. The pizza was a lot. It's a lot of stories and things like that. So I I hope that people enjoy that. And Reggie's there. Reggie was there to drop knowledge as well. (laughs) And just letter some knowledge in in between things. And we do have a thing where we've wanted to throw in some of these necessary nonsense ones that it's just kind of nonsense where we get together and talk and even though we do talk for over nine hours usually each week on the dc comics podcast that you're listening to the spotlight of i i get a little wary of maybe us just showing up to do something like that and not having anything to say it hasn't happened yet no it has not happened yet and we're going to continue that trend tonight because we are going to do what is the big book of the week one of the two big books and we did have an option i went on the slack chat and talked to the get fresh crew boop boop and said hey which do you guys want do you guys want us to talk about action comics with the big mr oz reveal or do you want us to talk dark knight metal and it seemed like most people wanted to hear action <laughs> comics. Said action comics, and, and I was all for it. it. I, I just <laughs> want to let everybody know when we left work today, I was pretty much oh, right yeah, on board with that. I yeah. thought, you know what, I'm right on board. And then I read it, Eric. And then I thought, you know what? And actually, not even until we got together to, to record tonight. That we were talking, and you're like, boy, eh, it's a spoiler kind of spoilers, man, damn. But you said, hey, I really like Dark Knight's Metal. I'm like, yeah, so did I. And then we were like, yeah, didn't really like action comics as much. So I did think in a week and probably a month of the site and the podcast – kind of getting some flack for being overly negative even though i think again that we're being realistic and yeah if we say hey man we are not enjoying these books right now that's not us clickbaiting that's us desperately wanting I better wish books. We could figure out how to clickbait yeah yeah really so i said <laughs> you know what screw it let's do something 
that we both like for once and, and have a fun time talking about, which is going to be Dark Knight's Metal, which I really was happy because I like this a lot. And when we do the reviews, you know, it's Tuesday. I'm doing my review. I really like it. I come into work on Wednesday. Usually our Wednesday routine is to talk we about chat things. about them. We didn't really talk much about the books that much this week. No. We kind of just it was business as usual kind of going. And I really was worried that going into tonight, you were not going to like metal because you were a little down on number one. You liked it, but you weren't as enthralled as I was. It just was. seemed that it was oversaturated, oversaturated with things that didn't need to be there that were yes. just there for like a wow factor without kind of any a wow real deal. explanation behind it. And I thought it was like – I don't want to say it was lazy storytelling. It was more well, of like an eye-catcher <laughs> kind of thing instead of telling you know what's yes. going on with the story itself. So yeah. I was a little down. I still thought the idea of the whole story was cool, and I was still on board for all the metal goodness we're going to get yes. coming forward. Yeah. I just was not like, you know, as happy with it as I thought I was going to be going in. Yeah, and I, I also think that one of the things that a lot of people were going from was you had the casting in the forge and they were there was a lot of info dump and it was a weird info dump where info dump but not really knowing what the info you were exactly. getting was at points but it was the groundwork to get going but some people found it to be overly convoluted maybe or even just again an info dump and yeah. Well, I'm this, saying, I like when, the Forge, didn't like the casting very much, yeah. didn't like the freaking Yeah, the, the Forge first I thought was I, great. The first issue I gave a 6.8 out of 10 of Metal. This one I'm going higher, but like, yeah. you know, it is a, a more fun issue and we're getting the story going. Yeah, and when we had this, and also I can say that if people were listening, this is a little repeat. When you started off the first issue, number one, uh, on the war world with Mongol and stuff like that, you basically took that. I took that as, okay, this is a popcorn summer event. This is some fun. You just thought, this is nonsense. I wanted Why to know because – And go. basically, I think that that number one had the problem being is that you had a lot of info thrown at you with the casting in the forge that you really thought you were going to get answers from in the number one. And when you started off without those answers, I do think – and it's not just you. A lot yeah. of people – and, and I, again, how this is going on the site and on the comments of the site and all that stuff – it does seem like lines are drawn here where you have, hey, I like Mr. Miracle and you didn't, but you're a piece of shit because you also like metal and I did. You know, it's going back and forth. It seems like it's like this is where the lines are drawn and it seems to be between Tom King and Scott Snyder. It really does. It shouldn't be. And really, they're not connected. So if I don't like one book, doesn't mean you're going to, oh, he's going to like that because of that. No, you know why I like this issue? Because it's a ton of fun. And really, right. I said it in my review, and I'll say it right now, and I'll probably say it a 100 more times. This is the type of issue that I've been waiting for since Rebirth started. When Rebirth started, you got this hope and, and fun, but not even just hope because there's, there's not a lot of hope in this. But it is a weird combination of a very dark issue that it's a ton of fun, and that's and what it's I like. Starting to really feel like you know, even though we had these massive info dumps yeah. where we had all of these characters brought out of nowhere, kind of thing, just thrown at us, which I had a problem with. This is really starting to feel like an event to me now. Ooh. For some reason, this issue just Ooh, really Eric just Shea. comes out, and Stealing it makes my like you know, thunder. Oh, am I? My bad. <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna wait till you hear what you'll you'll hear my first sentence in my blurb when we get to it. It's basically what you just said because yeah. I'll, I'll leave it. But yeah, I agree. I agree that this issue you start and like. All of a sudden, you're like, yeah, this is a fucking event. Now I'm in. And really, a lot of people, and, and me included, 
I can't say that I was like, oh, man, I'm not one of those guys they announced the doomsday clock. And, oh, man, I got to have that now. I'm just like, you know what? It's basically at that point when it's announced, I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, really. Hey, take my wallet right now. Basically, when they're announced, unfortunately, because of what we do and also may lead to a bit of being jaded slightly or at least. Here's the thing. I wouldn't say we're jaded. Some people may. I don't think that we are – uh, have a lot of f- maybe fatigue, but what I do think is after the long time we've done the site and written reviews and done the podcast now, we're not easily fooled, and no. you have to you you really have to gain our you know our love. You're, we're not just going to go by a, right, a wink and a that? promise. Yeah, really, Daddy. Yeah, we're not going to go by a wink and a promise. You're going to have to show us some things, and I think that that's where you're like saying. You may announce to me that you'll show up at eight o'clock on Saturday morning. That doesn't mean I'm going to pack my bags and wait on the curb anymore, me, DC. And really, your mom's telling you the whole time, DC ain't showing up, and, <laughs> and you know, and you're hoping, well, mom, is this just you being a oh, piece DC of shit? Ain't shit. Or yeah, is DC, DC ain't really been sh- for you, a little boy? Yeah, DC's never around when you needed him. But yeah, DC's <laughs> off with some strip. Right now, who knows where DC's <laughs> off to? Probably in a, a drunken stupor. But yeah, it, basically, what I'm go, I'll go back. Finally, I'll go back to what I was saying is when Sorry. these things are announced. No, I'm the one who's getting tra- off track. When these are announced, really, when people are still in the holy shit, I can't believe it. Me and you and Reggie are still in the mode of. Who the fuck is going to review this? I mean, I'm telling you, we are already trying to figure out who is going to get, you know, lumped in with this. Now, I will tell you that you will notice, and as we're talking, if you went to the site, we did change to me being on Dark Knight's Metal. We we knew this from the day after the first one came out, yeah. And we didn't want to just say it because, again, this is not fully. I am. I was enjoying it more. So yes, yeah. that's part of it. But also the part of it is is that you're also doing the Doomsday Clock. Yeah. And you said you definitely want to do that. You can't have you doing both of the huge books as it goes forward. So we actually talked about it. It actually made sense in our weeks to do it because you were getting this week where this comes out. It seems is your biggest week and stuff like that. But we're also going with some people do say hey listen if you don't like it then don't review it well we still want to do the site and we still want to review everything or at least almost everything so it is shifted to me though i know dancing mike is rolling his eyes right now eric i i see where his loyalty lies i didn't get a steak mountain you did that is ridiculous it is Uh, you have it right there it, get, it's there. I can't pull it out and do nothing with it right um, now. That's what I said at my last bachelor party. But you, no, you did not. I didn't have a bachelor party. And my last, I, I would have only had, had one. You have one every week. What are you talking about? That is true. You mean this podcast? Or you're just freaking making up shit to get me killed. Is I that what you're trying to do? To get you killed. Obviously. Now, you know, the, we call that Thursday at work. Wink, <laughs> wink. But yes, we're going to get into this now and get right to the deal. The nitty gritty here. Dark Knight's Metal Number 2, written by Scott Snyder, art by Greg Capullo, Jonathan Glapion, and FCO Placencia. With issue number two of Metal, it really feels like the event is finally kicking off. Ooh. See, Eric? See there? Seeing a scared Batman trying to make things right while his friends try to stop him is great. And by the end, we finally see the horrors of the dark multiverse. This is the kind of event I've been waiting for in Rebirth, and I wanted to keep 
a pretty, you know, to the, you know, so we can get right into this. Yeah. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. And it does start off and you do have continuing Carter Hall journal. And this part of the journal is really talking about the formation of the multiverse and how uh, Krona saw this. And actually, if you do know and the because whole of idea, him witnessing it, it yes. splintered the universe off and that's the what multiverse I was as we know it. They, they don't go fully into it, but I really think that it's a very good, quick summation of number one kind of mentioning the multiverse number two really throwing it out there that yes this is part of you know there was no crisis and this is going because that would have been averted because there was no crisis this doesn't make any sense no, to it begin doesn't, for a little but bit that's because where it, it opened up millions of worlds which yes. we know we only have 52 worlds in the multiverse as we know of right now yes now it's because you know that's the one thing I had a problem with the last issue is because I don't know what is and is not in continuity anymore because it really seems like DC nowadays since Rebirth happened, they are trying to yep. bring as much old continuity back yeah, as they, they can without explaining themselves at all about it. So this is one of those things where – we have millions of worlds are open up. That's the old, you know, pre-crisis yes, universe, that is multiverse. The old pre-crisis. And then, like, you know, with this whole thing, the way we know the multiverse, we saw the map last issue, so we know what the multiverse looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a dark multiverse yep. to it now, but be- this agree. thing is like this. It seems like everything is in continuity again, and that's a little like, you know, I need a little bit more explanation. I actually, that. the way I went with it, if this was Batman or Superman saying it, ooh, what's going on? But because it's Carter and because he knows of Krona, because of this, I'm almost thinking that we're going to have to wait for an explanation down the line because this might be a thing that he wrote knowing something more than we do or what, you oh, know. Oh, it's possible. I, These are one of those things like I was talking about when we, when we talk about Mr. Miracle later on. It's just that. I'm looking for these clues and stuff yes. like that. And that's yeah. one of those things, those like, you know, well, phrases that come jumps out at you, I, like, oh, I, yeah, what's going I, on with this? I'd love to tell you that I have been told the answer to all your problems, Eric. But oh, I what know. I, I'd I love think, to hear it. I actually think the answer, and you won't like it, but I think the answer is we're leading into a continuity that is an open continuity, that we're going to have to go and we'll know something's in continuity when we see it. And I, I really think uh, we're heart. already we're already oh, seeing that. <laughs> Elizabeth, uh, I'm coming. Elizabeth, I'm coming. No, baby. I'm telling you, I think that we're already seeing that. We're seeing that in a lot of books where you do have it, and even craziness like in the Red Hood that we did on the Patreon where it's, they you know, Professor Pig just Anglo, says, yeah. yeah, and Professor Pig, oh, yeah, that, I haven't yeah. dealt with him in this continuity. I mean, things are, it might be the Wild West for a little, and you may have to go with the idea. It's not story over continuity. It's what continuity you see is what continuity you get. And I think you have to kind of go with it. But it is it, it, it is a nice like little thing. No, I know you don't. But, yeah, in the meantime, you do have Superman, and he's flying above Earth, and he sees, and we see that the metal in the Earth, and this was alluded to before, that all the metal is reacting into these bat symbols around the world. And they're, you know, and like you we have, had at the end of last issue, and yeah, that bat symbol saying. burned yep. through the Wayne yeah. Manor and showed Carter Hall's journal. Yeah, so it shows you that it's it's a bigger thing as well, that all the metal's reacting like this. And basically, it's a visual. You have it. Yeah. Superman's up there. He's talking to Wonder Woman uh, with it. And I appreciate the breather, though some so do people I. don't. But if he's going to talk in space, you can't talk. You you can have Superman who can breathe in space or not have to breathe. Just but better to not talk, talk. But talk, you need air. So I like that. And I always did. So I'll always continue to point that out. But yeah, it gives you a little space, with the no great hand. scream, let alone That talk. is true. But then the, basically Superman's like, you know, shit, this is all over the world. Are you seeing this? 
we need to find Batman right now. And you find out they're already that idea alone where we need to find Batman yes. right now. That is a great opening scene to get you on with what's going yeah. to happen in this book. And it's the hunt for Batman alone where like not only the Justice League, any hero they can find at that moment is on the yeah. hunt for Batman. And, and I like, love it. Really and starts I, things yeah. up in an awesome note. And again, this is where if you talk to people about and and I don't know at this point, I'm hoping this would be as big as a, you know, a crisis or as big as a, you know, one of those big trades that people talk years from now. I'm hoping that almost every you know, event will end up being like this. But listening to you, like you just read Final Crisis, you yeah. had read Crisis on Infinite Earth, stuff like that. And really, when you talk to people about this, unless me and Eric are the most insane people that were not like normal people, which, you know, that may be true. Yeah, but when I ask you about it and when you come in to talk to me, you will usually go, you won't come in and go, oh, man, you should have saw it. Batman told this guy to go to hell. No, you know what you'd say? You come into work all giddy. Oh my God! There was Blue Beetle, and there was Booster Gold, and there were you just go through a list of the characters. When I told you about the Cry for Freedom, or you know that that tra- basically this was the team. It was them, and them, and them. This is well, where I love team. this scene. This is why I love it because that's something that an event and things like that. It, it's always cool. And like exactly we had said, when you open up the whole DCU to freaking every character you can grab yes. a hold of and bring everybody into what's going yes. on because the, the like the threat it's is so that large. Cool. That a single and it's so character cool. or a single team can't handle it. And really, if you want to know behind the scenes when me and Eric are at you know work and talking about, say, the doomsday clock and things, and the, me and Eric aren't sitting there, and like other people, it seems like, oh, which Watchmen do you want? Or Watchmen this, Watchmen that? No, me and Eric are trying to decide which characters we would love to see and what they're doing. That's what we yeah. always do when we sit there. And even so, we sit at work, and, and Eric out of nowhere will be like, what would you do if you were writing a cyborg book? And yeah. really, it always comes down to, I'd have this guy, I'd have that guy, and I'd have him fighting that. It's all characters. So I really like this, that you see some characters that you would not expect, especially Blue Beetle and yeah. even Green Arrow. And I know so like people Blue like – Blue Beetle and Metropolis, that's, that's, that alone is like that, – that's cool. Yes, I want to see more of what's awesome. going on. Where, and, where's and the tie into that? I need the, to see that. The thing that gets me is everybody's kind of tying this, oh, we saw Oliver talking to the Justice League before. Like, I actually think – I wish that he hadn't. You know why? It's because I want this to be a scene where Superman says we have to find Batman now. And then you see some characters that you're like, you know what? Number one, this shows that Batman is loved by everyone. It doesn't matter if he's a sourpuss or he's this. If Batman's in trouble, people respond. You will get everybody involved. And I wish that it was more like that because it kind of goes with, okay, I see Green Arrow's been talking to the Justice yeah. League recently. Then you have Zatanna. Oh, she was in Detective Comics. I actually think it plays off and better. And Constantine and Trinity and, and all Constantine that good stuff. And, Tr- and it plays off better to me is when you see Blue Beetle. And that's where I get that whole deal like – Oh my God, Blue Beetles involved. Like this is like all hands on deck now. Like they are going to everybody. I love the fact too that you know they're, he's like Blue Beetle. I need you to Metropolis. We need to find Batman. He's just there. He doesn't even know yeah, why he doesn't know. This Batman. is what I'm saying. This is what I love. The idea of if. You know, all of a sudden they get word, hey, Aquaman's in trouble. And you know what? Yeah, it's almost like somebody calling to move. Hey, I need you to help move. Oh, you know what? I, or I, I call you and I'm like, we, we have a lot of books for a podcast this week. <laughs> I got a wedding that week. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Groomsman territory yeah, over yeah, but here, when, baby when boy. When Batman is in trouble, uh, then that means, number one, shit has hit the fan. But also, y- you got to respond. You, you don't get to call in sick. 
when Batman's in trouble. And I thought and that not, was not really, really cool. Not only the whole really idea cool. of Batman's in trouble and we need to find him, that is a cool aspect of him. But when you tie the fact that Batman doesn't want to be found, that's what I you mean. Just yeah, up the ante so goddamn much. Yeah, because shit's you, one of my crazy. things. Like people hate the whole Bat God aspect where Batman yeah. can just do anything because he's Batman. But we're like. Like when you're in the House of Mystery with Zatanna and Constantine, yep. and they find that the heartbeat that had been tracking is just a transmitter. Like, how the bloody hell did he hide a transmitter on a yep. wall made of souls? And I'm like, yeah. that's because it's Batman. And I, it's I Batman. love just saying that, and it makes me happy. And and it makes me happy with this because it's such a crazy thing. Because as as we learn as we go through these couple pages, is you know Superman they have basically strike teams out they have people around looking for batman and all these different things because unfortunately his heartbeat is being heard all over the world so they have to go to each one hoping that the last one or the next one they go to is the legit thing uh they end up being trackers that batman has set up i mean one's in and this shows you again it's the guy who prepares for everything and and is able to do stuff like that because one's in gorilla city where you have green arrow and like green arrow you got anything he's like nope transmitter or heartbeat was a transmitter just monkey business and it's a it's a over the top like it's a dad joke it's kind of funny though it makes me laugh because i do like the fact that this is a very it ends up being a really really dark issue but it really does have a sense of humor as well so that you're having fun reading and before it gets to that darkness aspect it's a wild ride especially when you get to the bat family aspect yeah yeah damien wayne alone Made me smile so much with his response to Wonder Woman. Because, yeah, like you said, you go then to the House of Mystery, and that's where Constantine and Zatanna are, and they're like, no, no, just another sleight of hand, Superman. And then says her backward magic of, you know, children of the grave, uh, be gone, gone. because there's spirits there. And basically, that's where uh, you have Constantine saying, how the bloody hell did he hide a transmitter and walls made of souls? And that's like, that's something that's even beyond fucking constantine like he's just like how the fuck did he do it then you go off to uh lexcore h uh, hq and metropolis you have blue beetles flying he's like now i had no luck here but by the way why are we hunting him and superman says for one because he's our friend and he's in trouble and for another if kendra and the blackhawks are correct he just stole the most dangerous weapon in the universe and we need to find him yesterday now i know that this is supposed to be set up for a twist or whatever but you can only think that he means the shard metal 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 that he stole uh from the blackhawks uh the the base blackhawk Blackhawk island Island. Uh, but it doesn't seem like that's going to be because what ends up happening and i'll just say it ends up that he has grabbed freaking baby dark side and that is that's crazy that's crazy but that's what's the weird thing he says if kendra and the blackhawks are correct he just stole and it it just that's the one thing really one of the few things that i'm like how would she know and why would she know about this and all that stuff it just seemed very odd that you can tell me they have surveillance everywhere exactly they are surveilling a lot of things and they have that would mean you would be able to follow him from there and know which one was the right one. It just seemed weirder. They got word. I don't know. It's not. That's the one thing where I'm like. Be, but at this point, again, what happens twice in this issue is the kind of sleight of hand again, and that's what this is. You're supposed to believe that it is the nth metal and yeah. keep going with it until it's so not. So you can so have I'll, your big reveal. So yeah. So I'll, I'll go with it for the reveal. Uh, but yeah, as you're going on, then it's Superman. He's like, Hey, Cyborg, we have the dark energy rising, causing storms everywhere. Bad symbols. Like lighting up you know you have all that and he says you know what please tell me and then 
you, they're like, we found them. They have them. I have eyes on them. And I love, I'm telling you, I love seeing Cyborg flying through the rainforest because you don't <laughs> really get that that much. In his book, he's what, always he's boom a, tubing. You've and or he's, he's not on monitor duty? That's what I mean. He's, he's always he's on monitor duty. To actually see him flying, I'm telling you, we do not get to see that that often no. of him flying along with Green, you know, Green Lantern and uh, Wonder Woman. Now, again, this is the other thing, though. I have to point out again that Scott Snyder actually told me because I asked him, why isn't it Simon and Jessica? And he was asked by Sam Humphreys not to include him because his story towards this, it wouldn't make sense. So we, Exactly. We're, right we're now, continuing. Simon and Jessica are back in like 10 yeah, they're back years in, in the time. past. Yeah. 10, and, uh, and 10 billion years in the past. Because yeah. really, you have Hal Jordan. Uh, you know, that's fine. But at this point, if Simon and Jessica are around, they should be there. And really, I wish they were. I wish they were with Hal. I wish you had the three of them together so you can get that back and forth too and even kind of progress that story and the, those characters a little. But when they found them, the thing is, it's so funny the way the dialogue goes because you have that, thank God, and this is Superman. Thank God, just pin him down. Remember, for all his tricks, he's just only one man. And the problem uh. is, is he's not at this moment. There are a bunch of them. It's a whole Bat family disguised as him on basically, I don't even know what you'd call them. They're not even motorcycles. They're like sled cycles kind Stuff of thing. Like that. I, yeah, I have a Maginax action figure like it. Yeah, well, like they're, they're in the rainforest doing that while the big bat hog, which is huge, is being driven. And I'll tell you, I think that where we both thought that Greg – I like Greg Capullo's art a little more than you did last issue, but we both agreed that it looked like he was kind of getting back into the flow. Yeah. I think that one of the best panels in this whole freaking issue is with Damien in I the bat hog – what you you only see his little head right above the steering wheel. He barely reaches over the steering. It's not no. even above the steering wheel. It's so funny. He, you see him and just his head. Pull over up. now, Robin. It, There's no uh, waiting here. Listen, lady. I'm 13 years old oh, and driving so a bat hog through the Amazon on a Tuesday morning. I've already. I'm yeah, already. I'm winning. already winning. And it's so funny because when they show that, because I'm <laughs> telling you, the panel before where you just see the hog, you can barely see his head over. Then you see that the. the thing through the steering wheel he's not seeing anything this better have a lot of controls and he's driving and it's so funny and it's so good and this is where you get a damien where you don't have to have damien you know be complete asshole you you have a damien here who's basically like yeah, you know i'm pretty kick-ass and i'm, I'm, a I'm gonna kid tell you doing all this and it's amazing yeah and it is and that's where he says listen family evasive action now and damien's plan at this point is to have all of these duplicate batmans that are the bat family disguised as batman all split up so that everybody has to split up to find you know which is which and they just go off and they're going to go and try to get which you know which one you have aquaman go on probably the biggest goddamn catfish i've ever seen in my life and you know basically throws his harpoon into one of them knocks that batman off and they want to see what's in the bag and basically it is yeah basically it is look in the bag and see if it's there and they're like no no it's not there just a you know a, a disguise and whatever and then you have flash going off and he's you know you have a flash fact you have some fun dialogue but yeah then you have a flash fact and you have a bad fact it's cool back and forth because once you yeah. get flash involved in this whole situation you like as soon as the flash all right this is gonna be over pretty fast but that's what the thing is, you know, like the Batman I love, like you say, you might call him the Bat God or whatever. Yeah. It's the Batman who is prepared for everything. That's yeah. the Batman I love. So when he does get like fucked up and shit like that, it always bothers me because like, 
why wouldn't he have a contingency for things like that? And this whole aspect where the Justice League is coming after the Bat Family because one of them may be Batman, he has contingencies all lined out. And it's amazing. Yeah, he does. And and but the problem is is also. Flash is pretty kick-ass. He's fast. He can gather them all up. But I really did like it. The only thing that I wish, I wish that they would have had a thing because at first you do have a little interaction between Aquaman and whoever that is who's making the fish jokes. Number one, I wish that we would have found out who that was because I would have liked that to be Jason. And he's like, oh, he's telling those stupid jokes. So you know what? And then I would have liked a little more interaction and kind of try to guess like, oh, that sounded like Batgirl or stuff like right. that. But it, you can't take that much time. But I would have liked that. But it ends up that obviously the one who's kind of in the lead of the disguised Batmans is Nightwing. And that's where Cyborg's like, you know what? I've cracked the code here. I've cracked your code. I can see you, Nightwing. And then you see there that Nightwing does have that holographic, you know, the disguise thing that oh, was from... the Court of Owls, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the first issue of the New 52 where he had that, where he was even pretending he was Joker yeah. and he had that disguise. I thought that was a great call-out and I really, really like the way it played out there. Uh, this next part is a little I don't know. It seemed a little bit forced only because they were – it was setting up that the Bat family was trying to go through the rainforest and ending up at a part where they were going to be in big trouble because they have these flowers. And they're like, hey, the local tribe translates this flower into the terrible green beatdown. Don't know why that is. And as this is going, the ground starts shaking. You see Nightwing gets the fuck out. I don't know that he frees the rest because they are all tied up to the trees there. And they do say – and they even say, we see you, Nightwing, and you, Batwoman, Batgirl, Red Hood. Batwing, you know, even at Batwing, which was cool. And it's funny, though, when he says this and you find out that they are pretty much right at Swamp Thing, where Swamp Thing, like, comes out and says, who dares harm the green here at the Parliament of Trees? I'm because like, okay. all the flowers that the freaking Bat family had brought in their bags were actually dangerous to other plants. So them yeah, actually yeah. being there with this plant is freaking is a, a danger. It's a call threat. Freaking Swamp yeah. Thing. Exactly. It's a whole threat to where they are and where the, you know, the rainforest. And this would be, to me, I get the idea of the Parliament of Trees. I just didn't think that it was just a place there. And that might just be my nativity or stupidity. Uh, but it's cool that Swamp Thing's there like how dare you come and threaten us like this and actually does go and the vines go so you can see that this is one of those where they're trying to this is a delay tactic obviously while they're going to have to sort things out with Swamp Thing but you do see that Nightwing just drives off then which is kind of funny well Damien thinks that it's all worked and he's like hey basic and another great panel because he's there driving basic strategy father separate distract and regroup so what's the rendezvous and Batman's just in the back looking through the the <laughs> don't get khaki slow down before you and this is when superman goes and gets him and this is where i do have a problem with what ends up happening because this is what happens is now I'll just say it this batman that superman goes it's another diversion it is it's clayface and he's playing the role of batman to try to distract Superman especially, but Wonder Woman when she shows up so that Batman can do what he can do. The problem is is when they do have Clayface and why I really get irritated with Clayface as a villain like this and as a red herring type of deal – 
it always is too far. It always is too much explanation and too much, too much like the regular guy to end up being wrapped around that. I can only think that when is Batman sitting and describing to Basil all the things that he has to know to say that he says here, which Look, ends up Basil's being a narration. A actor. He oh, needs I to know have that. Lines. But you are using this scene as a very, very strong setup to what's happening and it ends up not being Batman and it just seems a little bit too much. You know, when he's talking about being the in the fact labyrinth. that Basil is the one who's telling everybody about the whole freaking metals and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, that's it what is I'm saying, yes. That's, and it always ends up this. This is why when you end up where the reveal is always it's Clayface, it always seems too much because they, they want to trick you. So Scott Snyder's tricking us here, but to do this and to give us the exposition of what sets up the mantling, you know, that's going on, it just seems a little too much for what Clayface would end up doing, but it, it happens. And it is a cool deal because it does show you where he's like, listen, I'm on the run and I'm upset. And the other thing that I like too, as Superman has already mentioned, that this fake heartbeat is a heartbeat of a scared Batman, yeah. and it, it worries him, and it, it really does. But as he's going, you know, Batman, Clayface, is telling him, listen, this has been happening. This has been happening all along. It's the metal. It's the metal that's doing it. And he says, listen, Barbados has its followers treat its prey with five impossibly heavy metals. It's called mandling. When the prey is prepared, Barbados' high priest, the, how do you say it? The, the Strigidae. The Strigidae read the ancient rites, and the prey becomes the doorway. Now, he's already been told that he is Wayne, which is the doorway. So he's yeah. freaking out. But now you get the, the full-out explanation of how he has been infected with the metals. And the first is the Electrum, When I Was Lost in the Owl's Labyrinth. And it's a really great callback to that story. When he was lost in the labyrinth, he was going nuts. He was freaking – he, he was, was dying water, of thirst. Even though he thought he – he knew that it was it fucked was up. Poison. And yeah, and when yeah. he did drink it, it did fuck him up a bit. And they show him drinking that. Then he says, I, I had Dionysium when I fought Joker to the death. We know that. Yeah. And then he's like, Prometheum, present in my final machine, which I used to make me Batman again after I died. It's completely now, legit. I don't recall but, the Prometheum thing. As I Going through this, it all comes to, you know, it all came crashing back. You know, the lecture on the Dionysium. Okay, these are all things that, like, we have. Yeah. The Prometheum was nothing that ever really jumped out at me. No, if that I was think ever that it was just spelled out. And, and it made sense to us when we were talking about just because, oh, Prometheus, the Promethean. But it wasn't something that was like... Boy, this is important or whatever. Yeah, but like it, I it said, ends Dionysium up... and the Electrum, they both seem important. For whatever, the Prometheum, if it was talked about in the Batman yeah, book, yeah. I don't recall it, though. Yeah, and then you go to the next one, he says. And again, is this? it's not it, – it's just being infected or exposed to the metal and the exposure to the nth metal was when he looked the into the, you know, the dark. The problem is also is I could have thought that they could have tied that into just recently when he grabbed that sliver as well. Because right. he grabbed what was the most pure version of that left in the in the universe that they said. So you could go. But, yeah, he said when I saw that. And I really like the description here because it really spells out. And this is where, again, it's too much for Clayface to be saying, I think. But he says, listen. It's a cosmic counterweight. You're getting the rules here of when he becomes the door, he does not die. He says he comes here with whatever nightmares of mine he's pulled from the dark, but I go there. 
Yeah. It's a switcheroo. And so I think that's very important here to realize because by the end, he is basically just getting taken into the dark multiverse, not dying. And I think no. that that's very important here to realize what he is saying. Uh, and it, then it's a little, you know, hey, the metals are screaming out across the world. You you do see the Daily Planet, you know, the globe and stuff. And that's OK. But, you know, you're going with that. And that's when he's like, listen, you know, there has to be a way to fight this. We have to be able to do this. And then that's where Batman's like, ah, oh, there might be. And it's far from here. You guys can come with me. And that's where Superman realizes something is happening. And like, even Wonder Woman's like, enough. He's still lying. I don't yeah. need my lesson to tell me that he's stalling us. And yeah, fucking... yeah. yeah. Superman goes and pulls an injustice out of yep, knowing he it. does. He just It's goes. one of those things. Like, you... You spoiled it for me telling me beforehand, but just this whole thing, I'm like, this is just like injustice and it's creepy as hell because you don't yeah. even get the idea until you turn the page because when no. he punches through this Batman who is Clayface, there it just looks, looks like, like blood, blood and viscera. Yeah, like, yeah. It does not and look you're like, like Clay right what away. the fuck is going on? And almost like, you're, was he infected already in Superman? But yeah, it's Clayface. And I really like the panel where Wonder Woman's looking through the <laughs> other side. And I do also like the fact that Clayface is there but still has the Batman belt pants and boots there are not really dissipated away yet. I thought that's cool. And yeah, he's like, you know, more damn tricks, huh? And I love that Basil there. This is the, the multiverse of everything that they know of existence. And, and Basil knows because he just described all the shit going down. He's just worried if he did a good job. He's like, huh, I got him down pretty good, huh? And I thought that was awesome. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, Superman at this point, because Wonder Woman's calmed down, Superman's freaking out. And that's where he's like, listen, I told you before, and he said he was going around and listening, and I know his heartbeat and all this. So, you know, this transmitter was doing its job, at least there. And he's like, he's scared. Diana, yeah. he's more scared than I've ever seen him, and I'm scared for him and for all of us. And I thought that was a really awesome line to to throw in there. And then the like, we'll solve this, Superman. If it takes us to the ends of the earth, we will. Says Wonder Woman again. You want to go with the whole deal? There is a very confident and hopeful Wonder Woman that everybody loves. Everybody loves that you know confident, hopeful deal, and that's what you get. Well, then you go to the ends of the world, which and you know you the ends of the, the earth. Turn the page, and you make Eric Shea smile again by giving him the legion of doom headquarters yeah. and there's the legion of doom headquarters and where i love this where this is not like you said you did think that they threw a lot of things out there the last issue to kind of like wow you and things like this this is a little different to me this is there to make you smile it's all it's there for and i, and I like to smile talked about where you know i built this for something later down yeah, the vandal. line but we'll use it as our meeting place yeah, for right Van now talking so, about vandal savage yeah, so like, vandal i can't savage wait to find out up. vandal yeah. savage's secret society where yeah. they use the legion of doom headquarters yep, i want that, that story now and that's where kendra's shown up and it is the immortals at this point it's like you know like you said we had to do this and then hey you know kendra says i i wouldn't associate with you if this wasn't dire like you're a piece of shit vandal but yeah. this is this is bad and batman's still missing and the visions have started dr fate john henry irons they they've seen barbados's army and then they're like and one called plastic man it's funny too because you don't get any plastic man at all here but it ends up really pushing the fact that he is really important oh yeah because he's yeah, the key yeah. to understanding what's yeah. coming if we can That's find crazy him. and yeah so we're gonna get plastic man again another character that when the the 
the whole thing is done and people talk about it. And then there was Plastic Man and stuff. But they go into the Immortals headquarters in the Legion of Doom here. And the whole thing is they've taken a vote where they have the brain. Uh, it, it's crazy. Right? They have the brain. anti-monitors astral brain. And, and the I way, don't quite understand what's no, going on. No, I don't understand this either. astral brain. Yeah, I can't say that I do either. But I'm interested to find out where they say this is and this is a last resort because even Kendra's like, really, you know, we can't do this. There's still hope or we could try something. But they've they've voted and they thought, no, we're going to use the astral brain and we're going to shoot it through the multiverse into the rock of eternity and it will destroy the dark multiverse. So whatever this is, is, that is the focal point of the multiverse is the rock of eternity right there in the smack dab in the middle. So you fire that right at that to go through, puncture it and freaking get to the dark. Like you have antimatter meeting dark matter. Yeah, I don't even know what will happen. Well, and, and here's the thing. When you do go back and look at when Krona and all the multiverse started, there was that whole anti-matter versus matter and the, you know, the anti-monitor versus the monitor. So I guess yeah. I, I have a feeling if we really sat down and thought out, you know, crunched the numbers there, that would make a little more sense. But well, I'm it's saying, well, not at really that explained. point, though, we had anti-matter versus matter. Yeah. I don't know about dark matter, though. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It seems like maybe it, it – but I don't know. I, and also the, the thing that you're going to have to realize by the end is if they do decide to do this, by the end, they will end up killing Batman because he's yeah. in the dark multiverse at the by time. By the end of the so issue, it yeah. seems like by the end of the issue, this might be pulled off the, the table because of the shit that goes down. But there is that possibility that if they don't realize, you could think that, oh, my God, they're they're going to kill – if they destroyed the dark multiverse, Batman's in it right now. But they're going on, and I love race here because they're just talking like, you know, and they, hey, we all we – all, figured this out you know mixing antimatter and dark matter is what kendra says listen you can't do this mixing uh you know the antimatter and dark matter it could and like no no we're doing this and what other choice do we have and she says we keep looking and vandal's like no no the time's over and this is where race steps up and it's so good because you're you're used to race being the big bad is like i've lived all my life you know for centuries detective and doing this He's the low man on the totem pole it's here, so and it really—it reminds me of I the Stonecutter Simpsons. Uh, it reminds me of Mr. Burns being a stonecutter, but he, you know, Lenny is kicking him in the butt because he's lower. Climb the ladder, Monty. But it just reminded me of that because he's just—I'm just a young guy here, you know. You guys are, you know, whatever, but. I know the detective more than you guys. I know him real well, and there's no way he's sitting back right now. Yeah, he is going to be to trying fight. to fight a way to fight. Is there anything wrong with that? Would that impulse lead him to some troubles? And that's where Kendra's like, oh, no, the only way he'd be able to go back is to the start. And for that, he'd need to find the ancient resting place of. And this is where you get the idea that in that book that Carter had left, Carter Hall, Carter's Journal, they, yeah. they had mentioned that. And he had mentioned that the tomb of Prince Khufu is the starting point. That's where you go if something goes on. And he did leave this you know, for Batman when he left it there for him. So I would only guess that in that he's like, okay, when if something goes wrong, you go back here. Or if you want to find me, the problem is what we find out is the Court of Owls are involved and they knew all along that that book was there. This is all Batman being played. And they implanted information in there to lead Batman yes. to the wrong and place. Where and where I think yes. that, like, you know, there is a way to stop this by if you go to the certain place. Yes. But it's 
all a ruse. It's all a ruse, and he's going down. He's there at the tomb of Prince. Which Kufu, I didn't get at first Hawkman. when I read this. The whole idea too, like you know, he thinks he's going to Prince Khufu, you know, original yeah. Carter Hall's tomb. We find yeah. out it's half sets tomb. And at first when I read this, I did not understand. I'm like, well, why would that matter? Why would we have to go to freaking yeah. Carter Hall's tomb and stuff like that, or like uh, Prince Khufu's tomb? Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter in the long run. It is half sets tomb just because setup. you know. Kendra, like, you know, how long ago destroyed that tomb for uh, Prince Khufu. Yeah. So at the end, it doesn't really matter. It's just no, a way to get freaking, you know, Batman to a place for the Court of the Owls and the freaking Stygian, or not the Stygian, yeah. freaking uh, Stygiday, Stygiday, to freaking have to... him where they need him to be. And, and to make under him the guise of the, the ruse that it is yeah. Prince Khufu's, which makes uh, sense to him. And yeah, and and where I do think that it's something that I didn't see a lot of people saying. We we were talking earlier where oh you know what you got to go with oh it's Batman it's the Bat God oh you have this he always prepares or whatever. When also in the whole wraparound story is he's being duped. He yeah. is not the Bat God right now. He is being played a hundred percent, and he is because. And I think that where Superman spelled it out, I think that Scott Snyder's giving you a Batman who is scared, and he is impulsive, like they say, and he is trying desperately to figure out a way because he blames oh, right, himself yeah, for right whatever's going to go. The only freaking lead he has to stopping any of this is from the Journal of Carter Hall. So yeah. he's going on the only lead he has. I mean, basically, he could commit suicide, Eric, and then. And he'd save everyone and be done, but he's not going to do that, right? Right? Well, it's what he kind of is. Like you know, his yeah, plan he is. is almost committing well, suicide. But he is, but in a different way. Like if he dies right here, if he falls as he's going into the Prince Kufu's deal. It's over. The, the hey, mantling I, I is done. I can't say that freaking his body is there and they freaking put like you finish the mantling. Know, I'm not saying yeah. that he I'm can't just be saying, in the doorway. Still. This is a Batman though, is so desperate because again he thinks that he has doomed the entire universe. And while he's doing this, because I don't think he's thinking completely right, he is really desperate right now to try to stop it and has a suicide mission that he's trying to set up. He he's not thinking things through and he's letting himself be caught because it does say. I would say in the book you have to go down get Carter's you know mace and that or you know the deal and that leads him right to where he needs to be for the manling so he he's being completely duped but as he goes in dreams there and he's like listen dream tell me my plan's the right one and dreams like I I can't tell you that I don't I I can't speak for your plan you know I can do what I can do here but that's that's not for me but he does say then if the nightmare army succeeds if the world goes dark call to me in the place of the black sun I wish you luck and then he's like wait am I doing the right thing and he's gone and God I think, damn it, you know, Dream, you did nothing for me. No, but again, Dream will be in the Dark Multiverse. Yeah. It's pretty much spelled out there, so at least he has that. But when he's like, am I doing the right thing, Dream? And it's super – no, I don't know what you're talking to, Bruce, but no. The answer is no, you're not. Yeah. And Superman and Wonder Woman have shown up, and they're trying to figure out, and they're like, give us what's in the bag. And at this point, we still think it's that shard. So yeah. we're like, boy, okay. So he goes to reach in and pulls out baby Darkseid. And it's so crazy. And I'm like, this might be the best thing I've ever seen. Though I think that Baby Darkseid could have looked a little better. He is a little off to me, but it's the best thing because I'll give up. I don't care because he's flashing the devil horns for metal. And I think that that's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And he's like, I could just, it's so funny through all of this. He was basically running around like a mom with Baby Darkseid in that pouch. And he's got a little, just you know, ima- baby I don't even suit. think of it as a pouch. Just imagine putting a baby in a backpack and going about your yeah. day. 
just run. It's so funny. And he's like, you know, I'm here to use him. He's got fucking dark side. And like, listen, dark side. And this is where I thought where Wonder Woman's like dark side. And so I don't know if she knew. It just seemed weird. It went back and forth as if they knew what was going on. Like, just no, they should all been... know about baby dark yeah. side. Oh, no. I mean that I, it almost seems like she's surprised that's what he has. Because uh, she goes dark side, but it seemed like it was pushing that way. It seems very odd. They're like, just because he's been transformed into a baby doesn't make him any less dangerous. And like, you know, the Omega Beams once unhinged me from time itself. And this goes back to, you know, after Final Crisis and all this that, that yeah, led the to all this. Yeah, the Final Crisis, and he yeah. it went to the return of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, the return of Bruce Wayne. And, and, and the continuity's good here. He's like, listen, I went. And it's funny, too, because it makes it seem like... Grail was sleeping. She she wasn't watching. She was drunk. And I went in there. I grabbed Baby Dark. Said she went I'm out for a use pack him. of smokes. Yeah, I'm gonna use him. Take him back. So she. It really seems like. Listen, we got to do this before she finds out. And it just made me laugh. But yeah, he basically wants to get zapped back in with the Omega Protocol and and the Omega Sanction and go yeah. back in time so that he could just it can all end. He can destroy everything and he will be erased from existence. That's his plan. Batman no longer I, I exists. Just, that's the only problem I really have with this issue is that I don't understand the plan. If I get hit with the Omega Sanction again, get sucked back in time where I, you know, will then travel back through time. I don't know because of the whole idea of the hyper adaptive because well, there is, yeah. And it and, does like that is Barbados or uh but it's not at the same time, which seems like it, that was a separate entity than the freaking yeah. dark multiverse god. Well, even so there, he's saying – I think that basically what he's saying, I don't know him getting hit with the Omega Sanction again, going back in time to stop you know, Barbados, yeah. how that will erase him from existence. Yeah, I but just even don't then, get that he just aspect. says the only reason he survived the last time and came back and wasn't erased was because Barbados didn't want him to die. He says, the, the only reason you came back before, he says, because Barbados wanted me to. And like, yeah, it's pure madness. If you go back, you'll erase yourself from the world. You'll erase Batman forever. And I just get the idea that he'll just be stuck in time and, and then they can't go any step. Now, I don't say that it would be, I think that the you'll erase Batman forever is odd to say. Yeah. I think that he's just, if he goes back in time, Barbados is not in this universe at this point, so he can't chase him anymore and he'll just be stuck in caveman time then and then and Barbados can never open up the portal. He'll never exist past this one moment where they need Barbados to be and then to trap. So I thought it was more of that. It's just odd. The a race existing, you know, Batman forever. That seems to be like I'd need a more of a description of that to actually, you know, go with that. But oh, yeah. to me, he's just going to be listen, if I'm lost in time. He ain't finding me this time. The only reason I came out was because he was there chasing me last time. He's not chasing me. He's not here now, and he will never be here because I won't be here either. I no longer can be a doorway, you know, a million years ago in history. So I thought that that's how it went. Yeah, there's just baby dark side. That's funny. He's just sitting there. I imagine he's like blowing bubbles and shit like that. It made me laugh. But the problem is, and right before the the main problem goes, and he, but he does say, I have Hawkman's mace now. Barbados was beaten with it once before. The only time he walked Earth, I'm going to use it. So it never really even says like it kind of points to he's going to come back and i'm going to kill him again but I, it's weird but he does say listen watch over my family and you know all of them and tell damien help him become a better man than i ever was and tell them all you know him and all of them i'm sorry and i said when that hit i thought to myself you know what what did they know he was going to do? Like, did they really know that he was trying to erase I don't know, because himself? Batman keeps a lot of stuff close. You know, he'll That's tell you saying. part of the plan, but not yeah. all of it. No, I don't think that board. they have the whole plan. And basically, they're going to end up for the rest of their life 
really pretty much being a family that gave an assisted suicide. You are really going to end up being a, you know, Damien was full out part of a plan to get rid of his father. Now, again, you say all this crazy stuff, and how do you do that if you're erased from existence? If Batman leaves and is erased from existence, Superman ain't going to remember shit. He's erased from existence, and you can't go on. Then there's no Damien. So, yeah. it, you know, I don't think that that was fully what it meant, but that's why. But, yeah, it's it's all a ruse. And you see, and I said to you, it's such a cool thing for a place name there because you have the Tomb of Prince Khufu as like the And then the, that slashed out deal. of the Tomb of Hatset yeah, is and it's like over slashed. top of it. Yeah, I think that's the greatest version of a, you know, a thing there where it shows you where the setting is or where the place thing is. I thought it was really cool. But, yeah, now you get what was looks like the shit that was coming out of the Daily Planet, the reaction from the metals appears to be what is grabbing Superman and Wonder Woman. Again, it's not really explained. No. Uh, so we're going to have to see what's happening. But you have but the that- freaking Judas tribe, the freaking us. I can, I, now I can't even remember the fucking name, the Strigaday. You know, yeah. they have power among themselves. So whatever yes. they're doing, we don't know a lot about the Strigaday at this point. Yep. I have to assume, though, that they have power because all, yeah. all the stuff they're doing all over the world. But, and and the weird thing is it does look exactly like that stuff that was oh, coming out when the metal. So whatever's going on. But, yeah, Batman is now he, he's duped. And they start they start hitting him with a bunch of, like, you know, poison darts or darts. It's almost like an Indiana Jones thing, which is causing sort of him to bleed. Of. It's causing him to bleed and also causing it where if they do get this last metal that they need to open this doorway, it has That's a lot of places that it can oh, enter. Yeah. Yeah, it has a lot of entry points. And then they said, you know what? This is what we do. We've been waiting. We've been waiting and serving the Dark God Barbados in, in your name and, you know, saying that so long. Have we waited for this day for the mantling? It's upon us. And then Batman's like, how did you do this? You know, what is going on? And that's when the, the owls come out. There's three owls and they come out and like, you know what? We've been hiding through history. That's our greatest thing. That's our superpower. And you know what? We were kicked out and condemned as the Judas tribe and we've helped our dark breath. All these years we've been preparing you for him, infecting you, weighing you down each step, bringing you closer. And then says, now our pact is complete. We've woken the ancient Strigaday so they might bring the bat god here from the dark. And so that's it's all been Now the thing I is, mean, I, I have to go back and reread it. Even though we just did in the New 52 review a couple of weeks ago, you know, the Court of Alice freaking trade. This is a little weird to have the Court of Owls come out of nowhere to say this is what we've been preparing you for just because it really seemed like they were trying to kill Batman all the time. They were, now, but you again. you could say that this plays in – and Lincoln Marshall is not going with what their plans were, and Lincoln yeah. Marshall is acting as his lone kind of freaking you know, rogue freaking owl. Yeah, you could do that. And he wanted to kill Batman. I, I could go really with the fact that – you know, the fact that – if you're not almost like how we had with the Batwoman, the new 52, where he, he, Bruce was pretending to be a bad guy to see if if Kate was Batwoman. Maybe the court was all along. They realize if we don't go full out and pretend we're trying to kill him, he's going to see right through this and know that we're setting I don't, him up. I don't know. I'm telling you, freaking that first thing when he goes against that town and freaking the uh, the Wayne oh, yeah. uh, Tower and he freaking jump like they pushes him out the window. I'm like, there was like if if Bruce Wayne. Wasn't oh, Batman and the luckiest motherfucker alive. He was yeah. dead right there. Yeah. But really what, what it all ends up here is they, they have set him up. They say, we knew where Carter Hall's journal was hid. We changed it. We led you yeah. here. We, and we, we knew that you're reckless. places in yeah. Wayne pre- places through yeah. like centuries now. This. We knew that this was here. Yeah. We freaking like changed it like, you know, decades ago. Yeah. And he says, you know, your reckless obsession did the rest. And it's true. It really yeah. is. And at this point, one of the owls has baby dark side just holding them. <laughs> and 
then uh, it even says, hush now, baby dark side. We think you'll like this bedtime story. But in the meantime, when you see the art and see what's going on, you see that Batman, when he, where he had to go to get what he thought he needed, the mace, and thought this was, you know, Hawkman's mace. When he went to get it, it's the exact position where he needs to be for the mantling to happen. So all of this is completely set up. And then they say, now the final step of the mantling was a challenge. We didn't have the last metal. It didn't exist in the world. And this goes back to Super Heavy and all that at the end of the New 52. It says we funded the science. So all that powers stuff and the powers collider, this was all in the story, was being funded secretly by the Court of Owls. So really, you can go back to everything that pretty much happened in the Court of Owls. All the things that were all set up by the Court of Owls. New 52 was basically, even after we saw the Court of Owls, they just continued behind the scenes fucking with Batman the whole time, including what seems to be setting up for him to die with the Joker and then and come I'm back you, and all. With this here, I really just wish we didn't have that Green Arrow issue with Batman. It really made the scene yeah. in the Court of Owls yeah, at this oh, point yeah. were just jokes because that were freaking, then you, yeah. you know, we have nothing left. We're going to dress up like talents and just hunt homeless yeah, people. No, it really so, made them look yeah, like shit that, for that. that. really, Ben Percy really screwed with, you know, the integrity of the Owls because, And honestly, yeah, too, the here, whole Parliament of Owls, too, and Tim Seeley's Nightwing run yeah, doesn't that really go pretty, in with all of this no, either. No, no, that was bullshit, too. So, yeah, and he says, like, it was the great powers collider in Gotham that finally did the trick. And when he, when they, right when he said that, I know me and you, I know you knew what that meant because oh, when yeah. that was going on, they I were trying to find. I going to be the final metal yeah. for Oh, a yeah, while yeah. And that's the whole thing. When you had Jerry Powers in the New 52 where Gordon was the Batman. When Bruce was dead and just coming back without his memories and stuff like that, there was a big scene where they were walking through a room where as they hit, the elements were lighting up on the floor. And then they went beyond the element, you know, the periodic table. We're beyond that. We're finding things. We found this new one, Batmanium. And this was fully spelled out. This is not something where I saw people like, oh, that's so hokey. Yeah, it is a little hokey, but it is something in continuity and has been around. And not only that, if they wanted to talk more about we are creating universes with this collider. Yeah, dark that's what you- she said. Yeah, throughout the whole world, they were creating these dark multiverses and, and going on. Well, that's it. He's infected. The Batmanium comes in and infects him as Superman and Wonder Woman are trying to stop it and they can't. And they're like, no, nope, it's coming. And that's where you see Batman, where all of a sudden it looks like blood and all this, the Batmanium, it's all going he all over just, him. Yeah, he is just absorbed into a freaking... Like he's a turning into Starman. Ba- yeah, and, and he's gone. He's done. And they're like, yep, it's opening. He's become the doorway. The bat god comes, and this is the best, is you have these owls, and they're like, oh, my God, he's going to reward us. Barbados Hail Barbados. Hail, hail Barbados. And we've seen this on, I mean, Mars oh, Attacks. Dummies. We have every uh, – you could name a million movies where this happens, uh, where any time this goes, they, you have these stupid motherfuckers who think they're the ones who are going to be, oh, my God, we'll be rewarded. They are always the first to die. And that's what happens. Oh, you yeah. have these You have these dark multiverse uh, robins come out. You mean and crows? Crows is what we think that that's why they're saying it. They're going to, uh, you know, they're they're killing and eating. The, I mean, entrails and shit. And that's where you do see at this point where you know. Batman or Superman and Wonder Woman still can't do anything, but they want to, you know, where's Bruce? Where is he? And then, boom, everybody's come through. They've switched. They've done this counter. You want Bruce Wayne? I'll look around. I'll give you Bruce yeah. Wayne. And you see Barbados in the back while all of these other 
Bruce Wayne Batman. There they are. And they're like, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right. Me too, boss. Me too, boss. Is what it reminded me of. And I was not looking forward to this. I just want to know why these. that freaking, that female dark universe Aquaman is a uh, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I don't, well, we'll have to find out. But yeah, to me, I was not looking forward to these one shots. After seeing them, I'm like, okay. I'm kind of in. They look pretty cool. I want to know more about them and what's going like that on. that Hades Batman for the Wonder Woman Batman. I'm like, yeah, it looks pretty cool. I want to yeah, know more about that. That is pretty cool. We'll we'll have to see what. Who's they your favorite explain. of the freaking Dark Multiverse Batman right the here? The favorite uh, has to be, I guess it would be. Is that the one in the middle? The one who laughs? Do you think? Is it's that the Batman the one who with laughs? The that's who I think that is. Yes, yeah, that's my favorite. He looks like a big gimp. And you know how I like gimps. I mean, oh, that I doomsday-looking one is fucked Thing up is, in I the think back. The, the, the drowned Batman's my favorite. The female like freaking Aquaman Batman. Yeah, you like that? I think that that's interesting, like you said, to figure out how that – and also looks very steampunk, which yeah. we always like and stuff like that. But, yeah, we're going to see what's going on with these in those one-shots. Yeah, emo steampunk. I like the gimp. Uh, but, yeah, they're like, hey, I'm here. I think I'm the here. worst I'm is here. the Aquaman Batman. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're all ready to rock and they're, they're there. Uh but then you have Barbados coming in and basically taunting, you know, Superman and Wonder Woman and saying, all, you know, hey, you know, they say we've beaten, you know, more gods, gods and monsters, and monsters like you. Before. And he's like, because I let you. Welcome to the dark. And, every, and then they start just getting ripped apart. So we're going to have to see what's going I'll on. I'll say Superman and Wonder Woman, like if you remember back in like, you know, the Dark Knight Returns when uh, Superman took on that atomic blast. Yeah. That's what it looks like Barbados yeah, is doing to both it Superman does. and Wonder yeah, Woman and he, at this point. He's just turning them into emaciated yeah, zombies. Yeah, he's just going like to town on them. Yeah, and they, they are. They're, they're just going, you know, they're, they're falling apart here. And that's where you have the whole ending of Carter Hall in the journal and says, I didn't tell you the whole story, the origin of the multiverse, because the thing is, as much as I played the truth, the fact is the story of Cronus is also a tragedy. And he was reviled for his hubris, and that it is true. Oh, yeah. And at the beginning, it's it's kind of a, a cool tie-in here because at the beginning, it did say like when Batman was trying to find a way and go this, you had that beginning narration of basically like, hey, the multiverse and all this pretty much based on just exploration. And you're like, yeah. OK, I get it. And then That's at the cool. end, after after Batman is the counterweight and now shit's gone wrong is where you get that whole thing like – I also forgot to tell you, like, Krona, he was looked at as a pretty bad piece of shit that fucked turns, up shit doing this. Turns out just the like origin story did. of our multiverse, it's a cautionary tale. It's, yeah, it is. It is a cautionary far, tale. And you may become the villain of your own story. Yeah, yeah, it's that, yeah. And they, they say that it's like, you know, for the, you know, you don't wish too hard because you might get what you wish for type of deal. Yeah. But this is the ultimate monkey paw in, in the story like this. And, yeah, you have the next Rise of the Dark Knights. And you have Barbados, like, this is going to be fun. And actually, and I while think I've that been is saying, actually you know, the other guy but yeah and the, while i've been saying that i've been on board you know this whole thing this issue has put me over the top where i am finally really excited for what dc is putting out yeah, I am too. like you know i hate a bunch of tie-ins we have i think was it 25 tie-ins or all like all together yeah. stories for this yeah. whole metal thing and like yep. i want to see every bit of it at this point yeah, because I, I need to know more what's going I'm on in. and i look forward to knowing more i mean i'll, I'll tell you i think i i don't know what you would say but we like the dark side war deal it just it, it was delayed and it kind of got a little wonky. It's something like this, but I remember you going. I'm nuts telling you, even Ella was there and it didn't make sense to yeah, me. Yeah, I'm saying when Forever Evil though, you were in, like you were really you it. know fired up, and that's how I feel now with this. This feels like you know how we were excited back with uh, Forever Evil, and it's funny too because that came about around the same time and numbering of these issues as well. So yeah. maybe it's another thing, and I think that when we were doing the site for a, a bit and then Forever Evil came, it did. 
did kind of kickstart us again and kind of get us excited for things. And we were talking about shit and all that stuff. But yeah, I even like at the very end, you have Baby Darkseid because uh, the owl that they got killed, Baby Darkseid's just sitting there pointing. He's just sitting there like a little baby. Looks like he's pointing up at those bad Batman. And again, is this something that's going to tie in? Because who is getting Baby Darkseid now? Because if you would think that one of these bad Batman might or... Yeah, because he's just there, and Superman and Wonder Woman look like they are being aged to the nth degree. So where is Baby Darkseid going to go? I want to see. And so, I look forward to it, too, because in my mind, we have Baby Darkseid out and about. It's not getting returned to Grail anytime soon. No. So in my mind, that means Grail is going to have to come looking for him. Yeah, that she's brings gonna Grail, have to come. the daughter of Darkseid, into the story, which into I look forward story. to as well. Yeah, which happens. is another crazy, like, we would never have thought that we'd see her in this. But yeah, yeah. I think that that's the case, and I think that's why Batman even said, Grail's going to be come looking for him. Yeah, yeah, we get the foreshadowing because i think she's going to and at a point what happens when at one point where superman and wonder woman have to work with grail because they both want baby Dar- you know one of those you know the enemy of my enemy type deal that would be pretty cool too so we'll see how it goes we'll see how it works out but i loved it i really did and i know that some people don't want to like it and if they don't that's fine if they have reasons for it they but it's but i had a grand old time Grand old time, Eric. I was smiling. I was laughing. You had a lot of things to kind of make you smile, but also a cool story. And now you have a lot of things like, where the fuck is Batman? And now we're going to get to see the horrors from the dark multiverse, but you fully expect, that, obviously. That's the crazy, awesome part about this, because while we have all these Batman, these evil dark multiverse yeah. Batman in our world, we got shit that's going to happen and have to happen in the dark multiverse Yeah, that's as well. what so I want to have- see. That's exactly. what I want to see. So how are we going to deal with both things? You know, if our and heroes I, are in the dark yeah. multiverse and all the bad guys are in a regular yeah. universe. And I, and I think that one of the things is, is that's why I think they threw in those one shots because they don't want to spend too much time well, you doing got six those. Issues with this. Yeah. And they, yeah. So you want to show some cool, cause to me where the dark multiverse is where it's going to be some really cool shit uh, but again, where people were like, oh, the dark multiverse, no, it's an Elseworlds because of that, or you're going to fuck something up. Most of the heroes aren't in that dark multiverse. You still no. have most of them in our regular universe trying to fight off the horrors from there to try to reverse counterweight, you know, get Batman back. Because and that's he's one of those said, things where, like, we talked about in Forever Evil where I had a big problem because we had most of our – we had our Justice League and our Justice League of America were trapped yeah. inside the Firestorm Matrix while the crime syndicate were had and all the other villains were taking over the world. I'm like – what, where were the rest of the heroes? Why weren't anybody yeah. taking care of this whole thing? Hopefully now with most of our heroes going to go to the dark multiverse, we had these lesser heroes taking up the goddamn yeah, we'll bit see. and trying to save the world from the freaking dark but Batman. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not so sure that they're going to the dark multiverse because most of these tie-ins have most of the heroes involved that's with true. fighting You're off right. the things. You have Flash uh, fighting it off the one point. You have all these. So you may only have Batman in the dark multiverse and him trying. Now, in the end, the kind of the way to get him back is just to get Barbados back in. But again, if you kill Barbados in this universe, in our universe, I think that traps Batman forever in the dark. Nah, you send him back a dead body, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 you do that. But yeah, it, you know what it reminds me of when they talk about that counterweight and stuff? It reminds me of like a, a big, like a haunted house where the bookcase swings around. And oh, yeah. then, you know, that's what every time I think of it, I think of that. But yeah, I'm intrigued. But I gave it a 9.3. It's one of my favorite issues that we've had in a very long time. And please, everybody, let me have some fun. 
Yeah, I'm getting seriously. a lot of I'm getting a, some flack for this because it's like, oh, there's Jim, Mr. Miserable. And then the next part, I like an issue. And now I'm getting flack for that, too. I can't goddamn win anymore. And I don't understand. Just let me if you don't like it, fun. Just let me have some fun, please, Eric. But what did you what do you think? I think I'd give this a three out of ten. A three out of ten. <laughs> what is, no, what I would give? give this I would give this a nine out of ten. Yeah, I nine actually, out of I'm 10. Telling, besides for not understanding why, you know, like, you know, Batman will be erased from time and stuff like that. It's, it's more minor things like that, you know, where I just don't understand because they haven't told me yet. I have some problems with. But overall, the fun of this issue just overcomes that because, you know, yeah. I hate, you know, giving faith to the writer that they'll tie everything up that I have questions for. I'll yeah. give a little bit here because we have set so much up and think, and I had so much fun reading this issue. It's yeah, just well, incorporating the all of these characters. You're setting up this gigantic, almost a crisis situation. And it, it was a lot of fun just going through yeah, the whole well, thing. And, and I really and, thought the art picked up a lot from the last issue here. Yeah, I think so too. And and the way that I'll explain it, because you'll be hearing us talk about it and everybody's going to compare it. They're going to compare what I say and what you say of Mr. Miracle. And uh, in that later, I'll give you a little spoiler, that I was upset because I had no idea what the hell's going on. And I can't judge a book a as here. one issue and say, okay, I think it's going to do. The problem is here, or the, why I like this is, I, I have to tell you that if I never read another metal issue this issue remains a 9.3 it it doesn't change yes mr miracle at the end where you might get the final issue where all of a sudden everything makes sense it's a goddamn sixth sense where you see dead people and now all of a sudden a movie that kind of was boring throughout the whole deal makes sense that you want to go back and read it again that that's fine but i read this one issue and i had a ball and and that's not going to change the next issue. If next issue we find out that this is one thing and that the other, I still had a ball reading this issue. I don't need more to say this is better or worse. You know, I'm yeah. going and I I had a great time. So that's what I need. If you're going to have it's a, it's a fine line of having a mystery plus enjoying the the ride and i'm enjoying the ride immensely and And i'm buying a ticket for the rest of the ride yeah yeah. you're buying a ticket are you you're only gonna need the edge is what you're gonna (laughs) need my friend but yeah i I really like it i I really had fun and i want to get me some backstage passes god damn you you're gonna go what uh, everybody else is what metal are you doing i just want to point out that in in my review where everybody else seemed to want to throw in a, a reference to a heavy metal band or song i referenced the beach boys eric I know. that's what i do fun 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 eric but yeah we'll go off now uh to some mail but we're also going to end the spotlight, Eric. I wanted to have a transition there where it doesn't make much sense. That's weird. In the spotlight. Like, well, I, no, but, I didn't want to jump in because I didn't know what you were doing. No, like, yeah, because maybe here's the thing: yeah. I always have a problem when I we I get know. done the spotlight, and then from there it's such a just cut off because we always leave a space. But the problem is, this is the last book of the yep. section, so, so I then just have to go back and record a little. Hey, oh, I'd be the, the worst. I ain't in. doing that. I'm a lazy fella. But yeah, so everybody there, we're not going off to the mail. We're no. done, Eric. There ain't no Hold mail you. in this. But if you want to hear that mail, you can listen to the main podcast that will come out Sunday night with this book and a bunch of others. And this is what is going to be the bunch of others, Eric. Action Comics number 987, which is the... The reveal of the, Mr. Oz. The reveal of Mr. Oz, indeed. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, which Eric Shea said that he thought it was like a little... What did you call it? 
the little uh, field trip of horrors. Field trip of horrors. That's a good one. We also have this book. Little one shot. About Dark Knights: The Metal Two. We also have Detective Comics number nine sixty four, which is the continuation of the Utopia, Utopia. Anarchy story, uh, throwing in the victim syndicate and trying to get rid of Clayface. There you go. Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps, we'll be talking about, but that'll be just me and Reggie because Eric will be gone. Also with that will be Harley Quinn 25th anniversary special. We also have Justice League of America number 14 where we're continuing the Back crisis the microverse. in the microverse, Eric. And then we have Mr. Miracle number 2, New Superman number 15. Red Hood and the Outlaws will not be on it. Red Hood and the Outlaws number 14 is the Patreon only spotlight so if you want to hear that go on over to the patreon account we have suicide squad number 25 supergirl number 13 which ends the emerald eradication story we have superwoman number 14 teen titans there's a lot of books God Jesus damn. Christ, teen titans the metal tie-in Teen Titans number 12 is a metal time. We have The Flash number 30, which starts the blood work arc. We have Titans number 15, which is uh, just another step in the road, Eric. Another and cog honestly, in the Honestly, it's, it's an issue that gets me excited for what's to come. Yeah, it's okay. And Wonder Woman number 30, which ends Shea Fontana's run. And the next one we talk about with that will be James Robinson. But if you want to hear what we thought about the end of her run, we'll be talking about that as well. And then we have all the other nonsense that is included in the podcast. The, God damn, you know, that's a lot of books. And stuff like that. There's so many books. But... Eric Shea, me and you are done our recording. It is Thursday night. We are done the Jim and Eric books of the week. We had to do every night except Tuesday. We were recording, and Tuesday was only because we were recording our review or writing or, our reviews. Yes. So it was a crazy week. Though uh, I will tell you, Eric has come up with an idea that we might go with later where we actually have three separate podcasts during the week that only have a certain amount of books and come staggered throughout the week. So yep. we're going to discuss people. People with that that I like the idea because all that's going to do is rush us to episode 500. I know we'll have three or four episodes a week. Woo-wee. The only reason I don't like the idea is because that means a lot more editing for you. Yeah, that and also that means we're recording every night. I, I yeah. don't mind doing it. It's weird too. Is there's the difference of hey, what would you rather do? Record every night or a lot in three nights. I actually don't mind the a lot in three nights because then you do get some days where you can kind of like, okay, I can skip this whole deal and I can watch some TV or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're done, Eric. We are done. This is it. We're done with the spotlight. What do we say at the end? Turn that spotlight off. Oh!